speak next to Loazi Somia, Senior Researcher at the Southern African Liaison Office. Loazi, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Um, first of all, what do you make of those remarks uh, from the Secretary General of the ANC? The comments by the Secretary General of the ANC are rather, un- is rather unfortunate, especially considering that Zimbabwe is heading towards elections um, in August uh, uh, this year. Um, the, uh, the leader of a leading government party making such comments and demonizing a leader of the opposition uh, clearly shows a departure from the good faith often showed by countries, um, and especially their neighbors, in order to, to, to allow them to have their democratic elections. Some may perceive uh, the comments by, by Lula as being interventionist in the domestic politics um, of, of South Africa. However, there is an, um, an area of opportunity for now as South Africa to, to discuss the situation in Zimbabwe, the spillover impacts of, of, of the current crisis evolving, and how what do we do as a region to also, to also intervene in, to, in order to ensure that the situation in Zimbabwe does not have violent spillovers as we have seen in past elections such as in 2008. I must also remind us that um, that South Africa has had a major proactive role in the in the intervention of Zimbabwe from the negotiations from as a fallout of the 2008 elections where there was violence and blood spill on on the on the streets which resulted in the government of national unity between um, um, Robert Mugabe and 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 Morgan Sangarai right up until until the um, even even Robert Mugabe's coup d'état where South African diplomats and 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 and, and regional diplomats discussed the transition between Mugabe and Nangagwa um, behind closed doors all of these have has had um, uh, South Africa taking the leadership, and the comments by the Secretary General does not assist in future diplomatic efforts to ensure there's no blood in the streets in Zimbabwe and there's, uh, un, un, and, and there's no uh, outward spillover onto the regional countries such as South Africa and other countries. Do you think that perhaps also what is happening that we might um, be um, be over-exaggerating what um, Figuil Mbalula has done here, considering as well that um, the ANC has always been open about their allegiance to ZANU-PF as a liberation movement, and therefore there couldn't be anything wrong, perhaps in a party head, um, a leader of the governing party, stating what he has stated, which of course some would read as being in support of ZANU-PF and decampaigning the Triple C's leader, um, Nelson Chamisa. Yes, the ANC has historic alliances with ZANU-PF. However, we have seen that relationship um, um, uh, fester badly in the more, more recent times. For example, the 2021 uh, diplomatic trip that the ANC uh, under Aisma Khashula sent a delegation to Zimbabwe where they didn't get the outcomes that they wanted. The same situation where leaders of ZANU-PF lambasted South Africa and the ANC um, um, concerning um, how we, the ANC is unable, uh, ANC is unable to resolve the country, the country's situation, um, uh, uh, the South Africa's problems, and all of these have 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 had a, had a projection of a, a more tense relationship between the ANC and Anzalu PF. And what was said at the ANC's 55th National Conference is that they're willing to work with all democratically elected governments within the region in order to 
foster peace and stability within the region in, along with in regional integration. And this is a far departure from that sentiment expressed by the ANC at its conference, um, especially if um, Northern Chamisa wins democratically within Zimbabwe, where the ANC, if it remains as a governing party, uh, if Northern Chamisa comes, comes on, um, uh, will have to work with the Zimbabwean government no matter which political party is at their helm. How do you think Nelson Chamisa is reading those remarks? At, at the moment, there, there, there seems to be that um, Nelson Chamisa will probably predict as, as this, there will be no form of regional solidarity should the elections um, in, in Zimbabwe turn out not to be free and fair, and therefore will be perceived with his back towards the war. But now this creates an, um, an, an entry point for us to consistently have uh, those discussions. And we are SELO as a convenience of dialogue. We, 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 are, we, op- we are opening our doors for um, the Secretary General of the, of the ANC to have a discussion on what is happening on the, uh, on, on the situation in, in Zimbabwe so that there is better understanding on the nuances and the complex politics at play, uh, we, not only within Zimbabwe but within the region, uh, so that such public utterances are not repeated going forward, especially in the lead-up to such a tense and, and volatile yeah. election. And what about Zimbabweans in general, um, those especially who are looking forward to the elections? Because the other thing about um, the election process is the role that is played by the observers. They determine or at least have some voice towards um, the credibility of the election process as well as the results that would be declared at the end of the day by the Zimbabwean Electoral Commission. Like in previous elections, Observers have played a very critical role in legitimizing or delegitimizing an election within Zimbabwe. As we have seen in previous elections reports, there have been major complaints and recommendations made by previous observer missions that have not been followed through. Hence, there was something called the Mutante Commission, which was commissioned by the government of Zimbabwe to deal with these matters that stem from elections. However, that, that Mutante Commission has not been implemented by the government of Zimbabwe, and therefore it's up to the observer missions to call out the government of Zimbabwe. However, what, what is necessary on top of that is regional action in terms of diplomacy and how do they engage with the Zimbabwean authorities to ensure that their elections are free and fair are in line with the aesthetic principles and guidelines towards free and fair democratic elections and to ensure that there's, there, there's no blood on the streets as the outcome of these elections as we have seen in the past. So the, the leader of the governing party, um, within South Africa as a Secretary General, as the custodian of ANC policies, should not depart from what, what is already written by, by, by the ANC, especially concerning the situation of Zim, uh, in Zimbabwe, where they do not castigate the opposition within Zimbabwe, but they have a firm, firm commitment towards human rights um, and, and, and ensuring uh, the, 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 that the region um, and, and the continent uh, is void of instability and violence. He also mentions that um, what happened in Zimbabwe was actually a coup, that um, what um, Emerson Nangagwa carried out in Zimbabwe was, was a coup. Um, and I was saying a bit earlier on to, to, our, to our colleagues as well as to our listeners, I think for me this was the first time that I actually heard the ANC referring to it um, as, as a coup, although there are some, some people who believe that indeed it was a coup considering um, that there was a military also involved, but SADC didn't take that particular position um, that this was a coup that has taken place, not even the African Union for that matter.
Yes, um, but we must also remember during that time there was a lot of diplomatic uh, 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 shuffling between countries ahead of the deposition of Mugabe. And you must also re- realize that the uh, feelings towards Mugabe at the time is that they were very tired of him and they felt that they needed new change. And all terms of purposes, uh, the Secretary General of the ANC confessing that this was a put at all, confirming what an analyst and on those on the ground have been saying, is a far departure from what the region has been saying all along concerning it being a transition, uh, a managed transition within Zimbabwe. Um, uh, whilst he may, may be truthful concerning this, um, there, there, there was a concerted regional effort to ensure that it was a bloodless coup at the end of the day with the military returning back to the barracks um, and, and, and a fear that the, the utilization of the military and in, in, in the involvement in the domestic politics of Zimbabwe will also have knock-on impacts towards the elections uh, going forward. So um, 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 Secretary General Mpalula um, mentioning that it was a coup should be conscious and knowing that the military itself has a, co- a, a, a coercive role to play within the election systems within Zimbabwe and he should, he should be not castigating the opposition but also questioning his own peers on how the military has such an influence in the body politic of the day-to-day um, uh, uh, politics of the people of Zimbabwe and these are also linked to why the, 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 so, so much migration is due to the militarized political violence violence conducted by not only the military um, of Zimbabwe, but also the police and, and the general security uh, apparatus that has um, resulted in civilians being beaten up, detained, opposition leaders being detained, and um, being on endless trials like Jobs Kala, as Kala, as, uh, as, as been mentioned in media uh, more recent times. Yep. So we, we must be conscious of these, not only contradictions, but also um, um, potential areas where things might flare up and, and we contributing towards that. Yeah, and, and, and speaking about we contributing towards that, you look at um, the accusations that had come before from uh, Rwanda about South Africa harboring people who want to overthrow the government um, of uh, Paul Kagame, uh, but then also the Secretary General of the ANC saying that what actually happened in Zimbabwe was a coup. And we know that Emerson Mnangagwa was actually here in South Africa, was quote unquote in exile here in South Africa while they were coming up with their so-called new dawn in Zimbabwe, while there was this so-called coup, at least according to the Secretary General of the ANC. Yes, and and, and this also uh, deals with uh, even the former Mozambican uh, Minister of Foreign Affairs, from the Minister of Finance and the deportee extradition trial that has been happening in South Africa, where it seems that, that uh, South Africa itself has been uh, a means of people escaping their home country's politics and in trying to influence it uh, externally. And this is why the, there's even that uh, a situation where we have the Financial Action Task Force monitoring the illicit financial flows um, stemming from South Africa that might influence regional continental conflicts, uh, such as the situation in Cabo de in Mozambique. All of these are intertwined into how South Africa, uh, uh, with, with its security apparatus, is able to res- respond to the regional challenges. Comments by the Secretary General, a person of high political stature, and others assisting um, and in, in, in not only our security apparatus, but also our national government in finding
including our, our peaceful resolutions to these multiple fires that are burning up within our region and, and, and the stem, at times stem from our country um, and, and also um, they're, they're, it being spillovers of other instabilities such as the situation in Zimbabwe, it would be very critical that um, there are that more appropriate and more softer languages, more compassionate about those in the, in the current um, political contestations um, uh, is held in, uh, within the public discourse and for him to be, to, um, and for the ANC to be positioned uh, as a mediator should things uh, not go right with yep. Zimbabwe. Um, and Loise, a quick question here from Ndao Tribe. He raised this point a bit earlier on as well, but says that um, it was good for Ian Khama, the former president of Botswana, to have his views about Mugabe and ZANU-PF, but it's wrong for Mbalula to have his views about Chamisa in the USA. What's your response to that? Um, so uh, two wrongs do not make a right. And it's not an either-or situation. It's a means at which the ANC and the South African government has always engaged on this issue as a means of foreign policy. That quiet diplomacy that Balula was talking about, it was a means of getting all the parties onto the table to negotiate for an outcome that does not lead to blood spill on the streets. Um, and, 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 and an open diplomacy, a megaphone diplomacy that is currently encouraging has, has basically never worked within the African continent and has often resulted in the marginalization of those, of those, of those countries that allow North similar to Botswana under Ian Khama in the regional processes, and the only way the South was able to lead the processes was through these behind-the-scenes meetings with all parties concerned in, in order for them to get uh, uh, um, an outcome that would not lead towards violence um, um, post or during the elections. Loazi, thank you so much for your time. Loazi Somia, the senior researcher at the Southern African Liaison Office. 0614-104-107 and your tweets at Aldrin St. Pierre.